0: You're listening to Answers from the Akashic Records, a world of empowerment service from Angale Rose and Ahanu.
1: Are very welcome. I am Ahanu and my lovely Angale Rose is with me today as always, and we are going to delve into some of the topics that we discussed last week when we had our
0: open forum session. Our
1: open forum session of answers from the Akashic records.
0: It was a juicy session, wasn't it? And for
1: anybody who didn't listen to that, we would refer you back because we did speak about the political climate in the world. But we also then branched out and asked what would Abraham Lincoln say about the politics today and George Washington, indeed. But it branched way out into the universe after that. And we spoke about is the universe finite or infinite? And we asked, was the Earth flat? Now, it was arising from that question that an absolutely amazing answer came down, Angel Rose. I mean, we spent some time discussing it and it was quite mind boggling, actually. But we want to use that now as a platform to discuss what we're going to talk about today when we opened up the possibility of circular perception. So give us an idea, Angel Rose, of what we're going to cover today.
0: All right, well, we're going to begin first by talking about thought itself, and and how we keep recreating the past into the future. A little bit about that, okay? And the reason I want to bring that into the conversation is because in our discussion about the flat earth, the source was saying that, yes, the earth is on a flat plane, that all planes are flat, basically. And other things, but it said that the reason we perceive the earth as round is because of the way our brains are and the way our perception is.
1: And you mentioned about our eyeballs as well, being circular and that kind of thing, that it was a, an optical perception.
0: Right. Yes, it is an optical perception based on our brain and our consciousness. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I kind of want to get more from source about that that process, how that actually works in the brain. But it did occur to me, as I was thinking about what Source had told us last week about the holographic circular perception, that is that the reason that we create history over and over and over again? Because our perception hasn't really changed that much. Okay, so, and that that process of of thought it's actually the linear process of us gaining beliefs and information about the past, holding it inside us, creating a perception out of that, and then recreating more of it. Okay, And if you remember last week, we were mentioning the uh, women's protests that occurred, remember, after Trump That's was right. elected? Indeed, yes. And a source was saying that, you know, Part of what was going on there is that some of the women were were protesting because of what they assumed President Trump was going to do with women's rights. So they were assuming that he was going to take away women's rights. So they were out there protesting. And Source had made the comment that they're already in expectancy of well, something happening. In and so fairness, they-
1: I think that a number of different women had different expectations from that. They did. Yeah, they did want to make a statement that, hey, you know, we're not going to be walked on, we demand respect, and all of that kind of thing. Then there was others who had the abortion agenda on their minds. Right. And then there was others with the immigration agenda on their minds. But yes, you were right that there was an expectation that uh, it wasn't going to be good It wasn't going to be good So they were basically making a statement Yeah, they wanted to be heard mm-hmm. And in lots of ways, rightly so too But uh, I think we can't tar them all with the same brush in
0: Well, no, and, and Source wasn't condemning the march in any way And nobody was condemning the march It wasn't about that It was about perception and expectations In terms of what you create for the future yes. It was only making the point that part of the motivation for some of the women marching was they had this expectancy Mm -hmm. that, you know, their freedoms were going to be damaged. Yes. So source was saying, well, look, you know, the point was is Donald Trump hadn't done anything yet to do that, but that he very well could if that's what they expect.
1: Well, now, I, I have a thing to say about expectancy and girls. And indeed, it is the word that's recognized in the Western Hemisphere when a woman is expecting a baby. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's this big expectation that goes forward and in a way creates what's going to happen in a sense. Now, many of our listeners will know that my first baby died at four months old. He died on my birthday. But in the years that were ensuing, The following years where I was trying to come to terms with all of that, I managed to drill it down through journaling and various other methodologies and techniques. I managed to drill it down to a couple of words that explained why I was feeling the way I was feeling and what it was, was a loss of expectation. Because I had set up myself for the future of my child and our family and all of that, a huge expectation. Mm -hmm. And all of that was dashed and trashed. Mm -hmm. And so this expectation is a very powerful thing. It is. It is a very powerful thing.
0: Well, and certainly, you know, it doesn't just apply to the women marching. It applies to why you pick, why do you vote for somebody
1: Yes, because you have because you have an expect, expect yeah.
0: expectation of who's ever running to do certain things for yes. you. Yes. so it's it's a word that probably carries through many 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 areas of our perception
1: in our lives. Now you raise a beautiful point there, Angeros, when you talked about the the eyes seeing our world, and because as children we're taught and trained in certain ways, and therefore our expectation is that that's the way it's going to be. Mm-hmm. It will continue to be that way, and that's not always what happens, is it? And also we find that when, you know, just to use the, the, this generic term, this New Age term waking up, when people wake up, what's actually happening is that that previous expectation is changed to a whole new paradigm. Mm-hmm. Whole new way of thinking. A whole whole new, new view. Whole new view, whole new possibilities. Mm-hmm. And that's a very interesting mm-hmm. way to look at things.
0: Yeah. But the whole. But when you think about what does create a certain particular future, it is a linear process. It's a process of bringing in some of the past perception. Bringing that into the future, and then that—I'm sorry—going from the past, bringing it into the present, and then that continuing on into the future, and that's that's why I think we were trying to make the point in this time period where everything's manifesting so quickly, to look at what you are projecting forward with your thoughts, mm-hmm. you know, and I think it's so important in today's world because on the one hand we've got these wonderful inventions and creations going on and and people out of the old paradigm, you know, of of energy or, yeah, yeah, doom and gloom for the earth and you've got people creating solutions to the ocean's problems, the air problems, Mm. all sorts of things. So they're they're coming out of the fossil fuel mentality going into the free energy mentality. So you've got this whole shift Mm. in perception going on on that level and then you've got the other side who can't really see anything but the way it's always been done. And so we've got these two futures that are kind of running neck and neck and which one is going to pan
1: out. Now, to put that into words, what what I'm understanding from what you're saying is that there is this split happening, this divide happening where you have people who are following the old paradigm that more or less runs from past, present into the future, and that remains the same, that continues this cycle all over again. And it's perhaps why people say uh, the past repeats itself. And it just comes round and round and round again. And that's circular, circular. It's the same old stuff. Now, by contrast, what you're introducing is, in a sense, getting off the wheel of time or getting off the wheel of karma and looking at things in a completely different way without this expectation that things will remain the same. Looking at it very differently,
0: or just even questioning what you believe at all about what kind of future we're going to have.
1: Right. Okay,
0: because but and and the point of that too wasn't only that it was the process itself of linear thinking mm-hmm. is really a circular paradigm. It cycles around on itself. It recreates the same sort of things just in a different time period. That's all circular, and that's what Source was trying to say in, in the question about, is the Earth flat? It was saying that our our way of seeing around Earth and round planets has to do with how we perceive time, and we perceive time as past, present, and future, linearly. But if we shifted that, because it was explaining that the truth is, is that reality is more I kind of got an image of a starburst, really, where you had all these different planes or lines, and, and each one was a different reality system. You know, they would intersect and they'd pass through and they'd, some wouldn't be seen, but that they were all over the place. Hmm. And that if we could see that way in terms of the unlimitedness of that, that our perceptions would be very different and we'd get out of this wheel where we're only recreating the past into a new future into a new year into a, another time period you know same content maybe slightly different form but if you look at today it's really even the same form okay
1: yeah, yeah yeah and that actually came up for us twice during last Sunday's open forum session it came up when we asked a question about what would Abraham Lincoln or George Washington think about the politics of today. And he more or less said, uh, well, you know, things haven't changed much. It, it, that was one point. Mm-hmm. And then the other point was, do you remember a, a couple of years ago, we did a session on the famous deceased where we asked that lady who, who, who did a lot for the um, Harriet Tubman, Harriet Tubman. And what was it she said? Well, the
0: question was, um, the person was asking where was Harriet Tubman now? And right away, she came back and said, y'all haven't changed much.
1: And we're looking at 200 years. I know, that
0: we're still enslaving each other, just in a different way. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So, again, Angie Rose, you know how we always advocate and teach methods and little techniques to open up these possibilities one that you're very fond of and indeed have a little um, home study course is journaling do you think that with journaling one can actually open the mind to get off this wheel this cycle and look at things in a very different way
0: well it will definitely show you what your own perceptions are and what you focus on and what you expect that process will reveal that to you and i always say that unless you know what you're doing with your energy and your thoughts you don't really know what to choose how can you change something that you you're not even aware is there right okay so that process that that home study journaling course is designed to help you reveal those parts of yourself but I too want to go in and look a little bit more, though, Ahano, about this, you know, this circular perception that we're in. So, so give me a minute, in because I kind of want to just sit with that for a second. So you can sure. go ahead and talk about something else.
1: Well, I, I will if you don't mind, and I don't want to sound salesy, but I do remember that last Sunday we did actually fail to mention that we publish a lot of these questions and answers in a hundred book series and um, it's hard to believe that we are actually publishing 100 books of these and we've already completed the first 10 and we would encourage you to go and get a copy of those because they are short and small and sweet and they're i think what they call an airport Airport paperback or something like that. In other words, they'd they fit in your pocket. You can read them very easily, very quickly in an afternoon or during a flight or whatever. But here's the thing when we talk about opening up the mind and opening up the possibilities. They really do that. We've had incredible feedback just from the first 10 that we've published that where people have said, you know, oh, my God, keep them coming. This is incredible. Uh, my mind is opened. I never realized that. I never looked at things that way. And and similar types of feedback and testimonials. So I just want to throw in that little commercial there for you. And you can find those on uh, Amazon.com. And you simply search for Angel Rose which is spelled A-I-N-G-E-A-L-R-O-S-E, Angel Rose, Angel being the Irish for Angel, Angel Rose. Or you can find them by searching for Ahanu, A-H-O-N-U. Or you could equally search for them by the series name, which is called Answers from the Akashic Records. Now, usually at this point in time, we do take a little studio break. But seeing that I made my own commercial there, we will skip the studio break right now. And we will see if Angel Rose has, is ready to come back and delve more into this circular perceptions that we've been speaking about.
0: Well, the, the images that I was getting while you were... Um,
1: advertising.
0: Advertising, <laughs> and done so well, was that I got a picture of being in the womb and how even that is circular, if you think about it, Right. That a baby is in a circular um, place, she's in am- amniotic fluid. They move around within that ball. Okay, so how how even our our incarnations become uh, womb-like, right? Very womb-like. The earth is the circular perception is very womb-like, and it's also you know feels very feminine. Okay, that you would associate that kind of womb energy or round energy is very feminine. And you would think of, you know, flat planes intersecting in different dimensions is is very masculine, quite different. But what I was hearing also was that we're moving into air, okay, an air consciousness. And we have not been in one. We've been in uh, a water consciousness or... Yeah, Piscean age was water. Okay, and we're this moving to Aquarian. Age. Yeah, we're moving into air, and air is mental. Okay, so our perception is going to be changing as this age develops, where we're coming out of that round womb-like uh, watery place, and we're going to be going more into the mental realm. Okay, so it will shift. We will have expanded vision, and but. This age is long, you know, it's not just one or two years, it's thousands of years. So this will evolve, but this is where the evolution is going to go so that you're, you'll be more of a, of a mind, a universal mind uh, frame of reference as opposed to a more emotional frame of reference. So we are changing because even the the way we're born... Um, It reminds me that long ago, I don't know where I heard it, but somebody had said that in the ancient, ancient years past, conception happened through thought. In other words, there wasn't any physical intercourse that the two people just made a decision that they wanted to conceive and their joint mental thought created the fetus. But it was still... It was still in a womb. It was still round.
1: Mm-hmm. This is where we speak of in biblical terms the immaculate conception.
0: Yes, the immaculate mm-hmm. conception. That's really what happens in that process. It's mm-hmm. pregnancy by thought. Mm-hmm. And if you do some research about that, it's you will find stories about that sort of a thing. Wasn't there an epi- something
1: very recently where I'm not sure? Was it a whale or a dolphin or some some female mammal did conceive? even though it had been in captivity for something like 17 years and had no connection with the male species whatsoever. But was it, was it uh, in vitro
0: type of thing? No, no,
1: no, no. Apparently it just conceived. (laughs) Yeah. Interesting. And I think um, my own thoughts about that was that it may have, because it was in total isolation and had no had no connection with any other mammals of its own species, may have thought it was an extinction event and perhaps conceived so as to propagate the species on her own.
0: Well, that's quite interesting. Uh, that's just it, my, my guess. Your guess. Mm. Because we did discuss, well, we're getting off topic just a little bit, but we did discuss a while ago the whole process of parthenogenesis, we did. which was a woman's ability to conceive mm-hmm. without a male. So anyway, people can look that up on their own. But it, yeah. it is a fact, it does happen. And there's even mm. other species on the planet that do conceive on their own. Okay, but, yeah. but anyway, going back to the perception thing that what I'm hearing or seeing is we will be moving out of that the more we're into the Aquarian age, the age of air, which is mental and more more like those flat planes of existence. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens there. But I think the point is is in how we'll break into that right now, though. Is by taking a look at the way we think, the way we perceive, how much of our current way we look at things is based on our past. Okay, and if we can intersect that process and start to look at that, and you know, you mentioned my journaling course, which is a great way to do that, to get to know how to do that. But if we can start really looking at the process in ourselves, and start to take a look at what do we expect for our future and how much of that is based on our past beliefs or past experiences, and if we can start to intersect that linear line and cut it off at the past when it's something that's not so desirable, then we're, we're starting to break our minds out of that circular perception.
1: Right. Now I'm glad this subject came up today, Angie Rose, because in some ways, when we do the open forum sessions on the first Sunday of every month, there usually isn't enough time to to develop the various answers that come down, mm-hmm. that are downstepped, and this is a great opportunity. So, here's here's what I'm thinking that some of the other subjects that we discussed on last Sunday's episode were. In the in different areas and different fields, but I think that there's more to this. There's more to the perception. There's more to our expectation because I I sense that the expectation is connected with manifesting.
0: Oh, it is. That's yeah. what the point is. Yeah. Is that this you create a future like the past? Right. Over and over and over, round and round, like a hamster in a wheel. Yes. Unless you intersect it. Somewhere. But how
1: will the new manifesting? happen or look if there is no expectation
0: i think it would it might just be that you would be in a certain uh awareness in the moment in other words um for example we can go back to politics just for a second where we're 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 witnessing many people having expectations right Uh, about this or that all right, and it's based on the past, and we're seeing history repeat itself in a lot of ways, and it even looks like um, we there's things going on that may throw us back into the past. Okay, so in that process, it's interesting where you just th- you know throw your hands up in the air and you say, "How is this any different than you know a hundred years ago, two hundred years ago? It's the same same stuff." But if you if you weren't in that sort of frame of reference about reality itself, let's say. Okay, about the way things should be on earth. Uh, what religion's better than the other? How should, you know, what should the laws be? If you weren't in those opinions and you were, had raised yourself up to the level where you connected to Source, which is divine order and divine love, and you were in that place of knowing or just trust that you're connected to that and there's nothing else that can be going on but a loving expression. And you're in the moment with that. Then that's the kind of futures you'd be creating all the time. okay? Because you, your mind, your brain is in a higher place. It's in a higher order. So every moment becomes a demonstration of that. That's how you would intersect um, that linear progression that right now the perception certainly is not in, uh, I mean, it, it ping-pongs back and forth between, oh, do we trust that we're going to have a really great future or are we going, you know, to hell in a handbasket, for example, right? We, we're vacillating between those two realities and they're all based on the past. But that's why it's important to examine the content of your own consciousness to see, you know. Why do you believe the things you do? Where do they come from? And as sources told us, the truth is, is when people become enlightened, they become enlightened because they realize there's only one real truth. And that real truth is that source is a loving presence and all it desires is happiness, abundance, bliss, and joy. And in that reality, there's no... There's never a thought to harm. There's never a thought to destroy. It's always pro-life. It's always an exhilaration about life itself. So if you were in that consciousness and only that consciousness, that's all that would be creating, being created in this world.
1: Wow, and that's a beautiful note on which to finish today, Enge Rose. And I would say to our listeners that after you listen today, please do leave a rating and a review on iTunes because your feedback encourages others and helps share truth in this great time of change. And we see the answers from the Akashic Records series as our mission and our movement. So the more people get to hear this show, the more of a difference we can all make. And really how it works is simple. more people subscribe, the more five-star reviews, the higher the rating on iTunes, the more people will listen, and so on. So we hope you've enjoyed our show today. Until next time.
0: Next week, we'll be discussing something else from yeah. the first session.
1: Yeah, so stay warm and well. We send you our love and our blessings. And thank you for listening to myself, Ahanu, and Angel Rose on Answers from the Akashic Records.
0: And before you close, we just want everyone to know that your birthday's coming up February 11th, Ahanu. And maybe your listeners can wish you a happy birthday.
1: Elevens all round, Superb. Thank you, and bye-bye. You've been listening to Answers
0: from the Akashic Records, a World of Empowerment service from Angale Rose
1: and Ahanu. To get the profound statements from the Akashic Records in your mailbox each week, log on to worldofempowerment.com.